Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on this Saturday, the 10th of July. Busy day for a Saturday. We have got the service at 11 at St. Mary's, the uh, ordination of Paul, um, Paul the Curate, uh, by Bishop Helenan and the Archdeacon Jonathan Goff will be there as well. And um, there are others who have been ordained, will be ordained, um, around the diocese. And um, the service will be available on Zoom, online, and all, all, all the rest of the... And uh, Facebook? Yep. So no, not the, Facebook. Uh, YouTube. Yep. All the invitations have gone out. Uh, details on the website. We'll have a little bit of singing um, on uh, in the service, but... Um, that's just the, the group. I don't think we're even going out to sing at the end of the service. Tomorrow, it's quite strict, I think. Yeah, so, so that'll, that'll be today. Uh, tomorrow, so please pray for, uh, we will pray for Paul and Janet later this morning. Um, and Helen Ann. And Helen Ann and Jonathan Goff. And um, yeah, uh, tomorrow, uh, 8 and 10, as normal, um, we've also got the... Football. Um, we've also got Evensong. Now, the communion service is a little bit different because Martin's preaching, but that will be... Uh, Paul's first um, taking uh, the communion as celebrants, so that's that's a, a special milestone for him. Um, evensong is a fairly simple affair in the evening; it's a choral evensong, but uh, there will have been a fair bit of singing for the choirs over the weekend, and we need to get away for the football on Sunday evening. So that is the weekend ahead of us. And um, have I missed anything? Oh, uh, deanery compline at nine both nights. Um, I'm not sure how many there'll be on Sunday. Well, well, there we go. Uh, Compton. Yeah. Oh, there'll be the usual hearty, hardy folk. There will be. And podcasts in the morning for morning service. Yeah. Here is the first. The Lord open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, creator of all. To you be praise and glory forever. As your dawn renews the face of the earth, bringing light and life to all creation. May we rejoice in this day you have made. As we wake refreshed from the depths of sleep, open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will, that the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My thirst soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 120. 
And 21. Mm. And 22. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips. When I was in trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to the Lord, and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you? What more shall be done to you, deceitful tongue? The sharp arrows of a warrior, tempered in burning coals. Woe is me, that I must lodge in Mesech, and dwell among the tents of Kedar. My soul has dwelt too long with enemies of peace. I am for making peace, but when I speak of it, they make ready for war. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips. God of consolation, look on us pilgrims in a strange land. Preserve us from slander and deceit. Show us the truth and give to our souls the peace of Christ. Psalm 121. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where is my help to come? My help comes from the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to stumble. He who watches over you will not sleep. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand, so that the sun shall not strike you by day, neither the moon by night. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. It is he who shall keep your soul. The Lord shall keep watch over your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. The Lord shall keep you from all evil. Lord, ever watchful and faithful, we look to you to be our defence, and we lift our hearts to know your help through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we have Psalm 122. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is at unity in itself. Thither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as is decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there are set the thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. O oh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For my kindred and companion's sake, I pray that peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do you good. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. God of our pilgrimage, bring us with joy to the eternal city founded on the rock and give to our earthly cities the peace that comes from above through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen.
What anthem is that then? Um, I was glad it's um. No, that's not the one I was. Oh, is it? Is glad it? When they say but then, is there not a really quiet bit of it yeah. where it's called "Pray for the Peace of Jerusalem"? <laughs> yeah, that's the bit I was thinking of. Quality stuff, this. Right, sorry. Beethoven in the corner. We thank you. Uh -huh. Ezekiel nine. Then he cried in my hearing with a loud voice, saying, Draw near you executioners of the city, each with his destroying weapon in his hand. And six men came from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with his weapon for slaughter in his hand. Among them was a man clothed in linen with a writing case at his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar, now the glory of the God of Israel had gone up from the cherub on which it rested to the threshold of the house. The Lord called to the man clothed in linen, who had the writing case at his side, and said to him, Go through the city, through Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of those who sigh and groan over all the abominations that are committed in it. To the others he said in my hearing, pass through the city after him and kill your eye shall not spare and you shall show no pity cut down old men young men and young women little children and women but do not touch anyone who has the mark and begin at my sanctuary so they began with the elders who were in the front of the house then he said to them defile the city the house and fill the courts with the slain go so they went out and killed in the city. While they were killing and I was left alone, I fell prostrate on my face and cried out, Ah, Lord God, will you destroy all who remain of Israel as you pour out your wrath upon Jerusalem? He said to me, The guilt of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great. The land is full of bloodshed and the city full of perversity. For they say, The Lord has forsaken the land and the Lord does not see. As for me, my eye will not spare, nor will I have pity, but I will bring down their deeds upon their heads. Then the man, clothed in linen with a writing case at his side, brought back words, saying, I have done as you commanded me. Now I'm just guessing that's not going to be one of the readings at the ordination service this morning. Possibly not. There. Thus says our God, I will comfort you, you shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, O you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. My question to you is, will you stay awake during the prayers? Always. Always. <laughs> Second reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, 
We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling. If indeed, when we have taken it off, we will not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan under our burden, because we wish not to be unclothed, but to be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us a spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what has been done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we try to persuade others. We ourselves are, known, are well known to God, and I hope that we are also well known to your consciences. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you an opportunity to boast about us, so that you may be able to answer those who boast in outward appearance and not in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ urges us on, because we are convinced that one has died for all. Therefore all have died. And he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view, even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view. We know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become righteousness of God. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. 
Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies. Free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way. To give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. I take it you're praying? Don't mind. Well, go for it then. Okay, so at the beginning of this weekend, we pray. We pray for peace. In many parts of our readings and Psalms, we've heard of Jerusalem. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for a divided city, many different cultures within many different religions, competing and fighting and quarreling, a physical divide lies through the land and through the city, the so-called peace wall. We pray for those on the wrong side of barriers, on the poor side, on the unjust side, on the side where there is little opportunity. We pray for those in positions of power and with wealth and authority and opportunity that they may have grace and a perception to see what is right, to see the needs of others. We pray for our church, pray for Paul and Jeanette, Helen Anne, for Martin. We pray for the ordination service, praying for the family, the church family, as we all remember our own vocation to follow our God, to serve as a royal priesthood, representing our God in our world. For if God, if you and your word and your love is not shown and told by us, then who is there to share that gospel good news message? Help us to know we are reconciled with our God through the sacrifice and love of our God. Strengthen us in times of doubt 
and despair. And help us to be mindful of our God, knowing that our God is always mindful of us. Gracious God, help us to follow your ways, to show your love in our thoughts, in our words, in our deeds. We pray for those who we know at this time who are ill in body, mind or spirit. And those burdened by the pain of grief. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified. Hear our prayer, which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry, they may serve you in holiness and truth, to the glory of your name, through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.